0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock a out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time.
1: And welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast when this is released on Fe- on Friday February 5th it will be the 4 year anniversary of the 28 to 3 Tom Brady comeback of the Falcons i know it'll be 4 years to the date because my son turns 4 he was born that day i'm jordan here with my co-host drew drew how's it going sir uh
0: it's going it's going well my uh my mother won't be happy that you singled out your son's birthday and didn't comment about hers which is the same day so that's okay, what? though. That's all right. Well, what uh, age did your mother turn during that? Probably 47, if I had to guess. <laughs> wow, now your mom's really pissed. If I had to guess. <laughs>
1: What's her current age? Minus four. So. Oh.
0: That's a good question. I don't know. I've never actually asked. <laughs>
1: oh, this is fantastic. Let's We're off to... to a riveting start here on the two beers bod
0: oh gosh all right i don't even know uh, how old i am my i'm turning am i turning 35 in a couple weeks uh i'm 30, how old are you
1: i'm 36 like you, you're always uh, yeah. oh yeah shit 36 yeah bro Yikes. all right assume positions everyone are we ready sure, Three, two, one. Oh, son of a bitch
0: oh this thing exploded everywhere um do you perfect. like what do you what do you do do you play catch with your son with these beers that they keep like splashing and exploding in I your i wish
1: i could explain it it's my it's my large fingers they just it's hard to just get them in there and do it in a just dainty kind of way anyhow um any hoodles i got uh it's a new trail brewing out of williamsport pa rolled oats oatmeal stout
0: still you know i still haven't been able to find a uh an oatmeal stout in my my travels here the last uh the last few weeks as i've been when i was on my su- my search for the the nectar of the gods i i was trying to keep an eye out for that and i wasn't seeing it anywhere
1: that's the strangest thing in the world they're they're not hard to find
0: yeah i just suck um I'm rocking a, uh, a good old California El Segundo Clear AF IPA. Oh, that's cool. How is it? Oh, uh, it's good. Yeah, I've had it before on the pod. Not that you listen to me when I talk, but... Uh... Uh, a Clear AF? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a solid 7%er. It's good. I mean, you know, my lack of knowledge about hops and all things beer-related, I can't really describe it outside of it's, uh, It's delicious, especially when it's ice cold. Nice,
1: cool. All right, uh, you want to tell everyone what's on tap today?
0: What oh, is on tap today? It's a big week, Super Bowl week. Yes, sir. Man, man, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive. We're gonna, as we like to say on this podcast, we're gonna zapruder the shit out of this Super Bowl. Uh, we're gonna talk some props, little little tiny NBA. Um, gonna recap the fight from last weekend and uh, talk about what's what's gonna be upcoming. Big month here in February uh something about the one that they do on tires and uh then the parlay what about beer two what's what's beer two gonna be big dog yeah.
1: yeah so um initially we were like hey let's do our top five football movies but then i was like eh, like when we started thinking about it i was like eh, that's not really like sexy and fun let's let's spice it up so in honor of the chiefs and buccaneers we are doing our top five movies that feature native americans and pirates and that's that's gonna be
0: what a doozy
1: yeah what a combo so um it, it was fun putting the list together so i'm pretty pumped about it i'm super pumped for it cool cool all right well super bowl coming up tampa bay florida we got the bucks practically playing a home game versus the kansas city chiefs drew sir what are we thinking is going to be going on in this game we got we got the the god mahomes versus the goat
0: brady so how's this Uh, gonna what how do you think this is going down i i just can't see any way i've been trying to think about it the last like week here which i I always hate this stupid week off in between the games i don't know why they just agreed that was like one of the Um,
1: worst moves they ever made my humble opinion
0: I just don't see how the Chiefs don't just absolutely obliterate this team. I just I I keep trying to and I and I know that when we get to the parlay you're going to convince me to go uh, Bucks money line here, but uh I just they're just too good. Like the Bucks the Bucks defense, like they're, they're opportunistic, but the Chiefs just don't give you many opportunities because they don't make mistakes. Um I don't see how they're going to get stops. I I don't know. Like and I like, their offense is good, but, like, it's not – I mean, they have Brady, obviously, right? But even against – you know, think about the teams they played. Like, he, you know, he he didn't he didn't play incredibly well against the friggin' Redskins with whoever the hell that was, a quarterback on the other side. Um,
1: Something about it, he, Heineke's or – Yeah, Heineke. He, he, Heineken's or he, – Yeah,
0: Heineken's. Uh, you know, the Saints, it was really the defense who just, you know, took that game over there when Breeze was just being terrible. Um, mm mm-hmm. And he made a couple couple really big throws against the Packers, but you know he had three picks. Uh, he didn't play incredibly well. I I don't know. I'm, uh, this is usually the kind of game when you make a statement like that. The other team, the team that you don't think can win, actually ends up winning. But I just I don't see, I just don't see it. I, I think the Chiefs are too good. They just score too much, and they just you know they make you pay. Like you you have three turnovers against this team. Like you're 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 gonna get friggin' uh, what do you call it? Tra- or uh, – can't think just of the word. Crushed, yeah. Yeah, like uh, you know, Trounced, speed killed, Yeah, I, I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be. It's just not gonna be pretty. So, what do you what do you, what do you think? I think you're a little more into the game than I than than I uh, I,
1: you know, part of me, I, I'm very very torn because part of me says exactly what you're saying, and I'm just like, Brady's not been playing great, and the Chiefs just look like they can't lose. Um, But the other part of me is saying we're talking about we need Tom Brady to win one home game for the whole shebang.
0: It, I, that, I guess that it, I guess that is a factor. Are there fans? Now, there, there is fans. I think okay. it's something. I think it's quite honestly. I think it's a lot. I think it's like twenty thousand. I was twenty five thousand. Well, re- they're going to have WrestleMania there in a couple months, and they're allowed to have twenty five thousand. That's so what I, was, I, I was thought. Say, yeah. Yeah. It's like
1: twenty five thousand. Now, granted, they're not. It's not like it's going to be all Bucks fans. It's going right. to be cor- corporate people and all that crap. But yeah, but but it is a home. game. Ca- I mean, it's in their home stadium, in their home locker room. Like it's ah yeah, yeah yeah i i don't know man so the line's three and a half i i, I feel like i'm gonna take the bucks with the points and oh, not God. and <laughs> not but i'm not not money line with the points but not feel good about it so this actually brings up an interesting point because and i've seen i've seen this point spread be either three or three and a half depending on where you look and when you look we'll see where it closes before before the game but I um, I, I kind of thought our conversation would go exactly like that. So I went back and looked up a ton of stats here of all of the Super Bowls that all these guys have played in. So you know, buckle up because as Drew said, I'm gonna zipruder the shit out of this. So let's talk about Pat Mahomes. Talk about him. Last year they won thirty-one to twenty. Um. He went 26 of 42 for 286 yards, two TDs, and two interceptions. And he had nine carries for 29 yards and, and another TD. So three total TDs, two picks. Um, they... I just... Oh, by the way, and I totally forgot this. The 49ers were winning that game 20-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. And the Chiefs did not take the lead until there was 244 remaining in the game. So Jeez. that's something that gets lost in the sauce there. Um, and Pat Mahomes, you know, not thrown for 300 yards, two picks. For him, I mean, just kind of a ho-hum game for him, as I said in the intro, you know, kind of like the God. Um, what the um, Williams was the running back for the Chiefs and i thought he was might get the mvp because he scored the he scored the uh two
0: touchdowns in the game right
1: yeah and they were the last two scores of the game so he had the the go-ahead touchdown and then the one to ice it which was a 38 yard run to ice it so he ended up with 17 carries for 104 yards in a td and four catches for 29 yards in a td Kelsey had six for 43 in a TD. Tyreek had nine for 105, and Watkins had five for 98, which I had forgot that Watkins had a good game, which wasn't he coming off injury? I don't remember. But um, I, rem- I remember him just kind of, like, popping off.
0: I don't remember if he was hurt. I mean, he was hurt so often in his career. I guess that's just maybe always in your mind.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, um, so... Kind of interesting. We kind of forget, like, the Chiefs have had so much success that we kind of forget that, like, they kind of had to struggle their way to that Super Bowl last year. I mean, it won by yeah, 11. And well, but... and the,
0: the defense, I was telling a couple of buddies this earlier, I, I think the defense wasn't as strong last year. I think, and maybe they're just playing better this year. It's the same, most of the same personnel. so i think that i think that gives them a lot of extra confidence on offense Um, yeah yeah they're
1: playing better this year although in the super bowl last year they only let up 20 points and they let up they shut them out in the fourth quarter so i mean that's that's something sure um so interesting and now tb12 so this is where you got to buckle up i'm going to start with the oldest 2001 okay now everyone this was the start Of the goat this was the tuck rule this was then where they played the Steelers I think it was in Pittsburgh in the fog and Bledsoe got injured and Brady came back in this is where the Pats beat the Rams 20 to 17 Tom Brady went 16 of 27 for 145 yards one touchdown no interceptions there was no 100-yard rusher or receiver for the Pats in that game and Brady won the MVP by default
0: Side note: one of one of the biggest shocks as a child watching sports was Cordell Stewart not winning that game. By the way, oh, the you're telling you're telling me. <laughs> I was big uh, big time Cordell uh, Cordell Stewart Colorado I, State fan.
1: I, I was well Colorado, but Colorado, um, yeah, Colorado. Sorry. He uh, believe me, we were huge slash fans in our house. Um, you know, me being a Pittsburgh guy. But um
0: sorry to sidetrack you had no, I don't, no I don't it's know, fine. I don't it's... know if we'll ever get a chance to talk about Cordell Stewart again.
1: Well, you know what, he he has an article out. I didn't have a chance to read it yet, but he just wrote an article um in, in the players' tribune, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Okay. Um two thousand three Pats versus Panthers. Um it was either this Super Bowl or the next Super Bowl where they had the Janet Jackson nip slip in at in, in the halftime. I forget which one. I thought, didn't write that down. But um in this one, 2003, the Pats beat the Panthers. This was Jake Delhomme. Uh, Tom Brady went 32 of 48 for 354 yards, three TDs, one interception. Dion Branch went for 10 catches and
0: 143 yards and one TD. Brady was the MVP. And they won. They won both of those Super Bowls with the last time-expiring field goals, right? I believe so. They were both three-point wins. Yeah. Um.
1: 2004, the next year, they beat the Eagles 24-21. Brady goes 23 of 33 for 236 yards, two TDs, no picks. Dion Branch goes 11 for 133. So back-to-back, just Super Bowl ridiculous by Branch. And Branch gets the MVP in 2004, uh, that's which was the, actually that's, 2005 by that time. But The, 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 the two biggest seasons. stories
0: of that Super Bowl were McNabb throwing up all over himself in the fourth quarter. And then T.O. playing on a broken leg, not cleared by any doctors, and just having one of the best well, best games by a wide receiver in the Super Bowl, all for yeah, not.
1: Yeah, correct. Well, just still, the, the recovery time that he came back from is just, just legendary. He came, he came
0: back from Grand Hill disease in six weeks. Seemed, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was still one of the most amazing injury recoveries I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, um, we, they take a few years off, and then Brady comes back. They go sixteen and zero in two thousand seven and play the Giants in the Super Bowl. They lose 17-14. Tom Brady goes twenty nine of forty eight for two hundred sixty six yards, one TD, zero interceptions. Welker went for eleven and one oh three, and Randy Moss went for five and sixty two in a touchdown. The MVP of the game was Eli Manning. Yep.
0: Um,
1: they take a few other years off, and the pats make it back to the super bowl in 2011 uh the giants win again 21 17 four point victory tom brady goes 27 uh, 41 for 276 yards two tds one interception this was another game where there was no 100 yard running back or receiver and Eli, for the for the patriots and eli's the mvp again um so now we get to what i'll call the modern era of tom brady um 2014 the patriots beat the seahawks 28 24 and that's the one where the seahawks don't run it on the one yard line oh, um, right and oh. so it's tom brady goes 37 of 50 for 328 yards four touchdowns two picks shane vereen has 11 catches for 64 yards edelman goes nine of 109 for one cd brady's the mvp
0: I'll tell you, the only, the, there's only really been two times I've ever just been speechless and kind of like, you know, where they you know, your jaw drops and you just don't you can't even talk. Yeah. Watching sports. One one of those times was that game when they threw that pick. Because um, remember, remember Wilson, remember they made that ridiculous catch, the guy who like was working at Foot Locker two weeks before? Was that Lockett? Yeah, uh, what's it? I don't. Thank I can't him. remember who it was, but
1: no, it was a guy because I looked at. I think his name was Chris Moore or something like that. Because I, I I remember looking at the um, at the box score and I was like, who's yeah. this guy? But he makes, yeah, that, forgot, insane, he makes that insane. He makes that
0: insane. He he he's on the. He falls on the field and somehow the ball ends up in his lap. That like it was like a fifty yard pass from uh, Russell Wilson and like Brady's face was insane because he's he's definitely thinking to himself. You gotta be kidding me! That shithead caught the ball off his helmet, and now this asshole catches the catches the ball lying on the ground—a 50-yard pass. Um, yeah, good call. And then they, you know, they run it. You know, Lynch gets like four yards in the first drive, just gonna stop short. And you're like, ah, oh, it's over. They're gonna run this three times, and it's gonna be a wrap. And then they throw that pick, and I just was like what just happened i just couldn't believe it and i was i was cheering hard for the seahawks and you know i not having you know that was right around a few years back so i stopped kind of rooting for the eagles and i was just kind of a free agent and i just loved the legion of boom i just couldn't believe it then the other time was when nova hit that you know basically you know the walk off against carolina which whatever i'll never i'll never get over that but god sorry that was i i'll never forget i'll just never forget my reaction to that that interception that i moment. know
1: it, it is a moment in time that i mean there were people calling for the cornerback to be the mvp which i was one of them um yeah. but they gave they gave it to brady I'll no, I'll,
0: one one of the one thing i'll always want to know is did other rumors true that carol carol wanted wilson so badly to win the mvp of that game that that's why he threw it instead of just running it with lynch oh gosh that so. I, I never heard that rumor oh really oh that's like yeah. a big thing
1: <laughs> that, that he
0: wanted he wanted wilson to get cuz he didn't get it the year before the i think bobby wagner got it um or so one of the defensive players got it and uh he was like i want russell to get it so cuz lynch i think lynch would it would have been impossible not to give it to Marshawn if he had got that touchdown with the game that he had wow so, yeah
1: um all right well that leads us to 2016 which is the game that i talked about the the day my son was born and i'm sitting there in the hospital holding my newborn son which he had a, some mild medical issues, so I'm, I was a little bit in the daze. My, my second kid, so I was like, okay. And then you know the Falcons are up twenty-eight-three, and I'm like, ha, Brady. At least I got this going for me. Hmm. And then, uh, not I shouldn't say at least I have this going for me, but you know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. ha, f- f- like this is gonna be a great day. I got, I got, a, I got a son today, and Brady's finally gonna lose. And sure enough, the me- the Falcon memes start. Brady goes 43 of 62 for 466 yards, 2 TDs, 1 interception. James White has 14 catches for 110 yards and 1 TD cuz remember they just kept doing dump offs the whole the whole way back. Brady wins the MVP And uh, I believe that was an overtime game. Yeah, 34-28 overtime. Mm-hmm. Um 2017 was the next year. Uh, after that game, uh, the Pats and Brady are back. Eagles beat them 41-33. The Eagles run that trick play, which was awesome. Big Dick Nick. Brady goes 28-48 for 505 yards. Three TDs, zero interceptions. Um, Amendola, this is all Patriots. Amendola goes 8 for 152. Chris Hogan goes 6 for 128 and a touchdown. Gronk goes for 9 and 116 and two touchdowns. And Nick Foles wins the MVP. Uh, legendary game. Um, they finally busted through, you know, the the evil empire. Um, so that was wild. Um, the next year, the Pats are back again. This was the one versus the Rams. This was the biggest news fest of a Super Bowl ever. It was good to see defense, but like honestly, Oof. the offenses were just playing poorly as well. Excuse me. Um, Pats win thirteen to three against the Rams. The Rams put up a a measly field goal with Greg the leg Tom Brady goes 21 of 35 for 262 zero touchdowns I wonder what that would have paid out at one interception Uh, Sony Michelle goes 94 yards and a touch and Edelman goes 10 for 141 and Edelman wins the MVP which looking back at it um, oh no Brady had one TD in in his first Super Bowl I thought he had zero Um, he had zero in the AFC championship game I think um, no, that's not right either. I don't know. E- either you, way, was, what what ah. I'm saying is, uh, not, Brady, not the best game, 262 yards, zero yep. TDs, but I mean, my gosh, 13 to three, and the Rams had a good offense.
0: Dude, yeah, that was, well, the, the only, th- the only, the only two things I remember from that Super Bowl were, uh, well, three, Edelman made a ridiculous catch, I think, that sealed the game. It was like, like, Brady just like tossed up like a, an 8-yard prayer that somehow he got um but there was that weird thing going on with Gurley. was like was he hurt he was like he was hurt he wasn't hurt like oh, no one right, knew what was yeah. going on and then um Goff just completely misses i think late in the 4th quarter a wide open Brandon cooks that would have probably won the game. Cause I, I think I, the,
1: cooks had like eight catches for 120 yeah, or 140 and just, yards or something. He, had did it he, he,
0: he, he over, he like threw it like 10 yards. It was either like 10 yards over his head or like just 10 yards to the left. He was wide open in the end zone like that. Yeah. That probably, you could argue that that would have been the game because like the, the Patriots weren't doing anything offensively. Yeah. Um, those are the only thing I, I could, other than that, I couldn't even tell you like what else happened in that game. Yeah. Nobody could, um, Huh.
1: so that so yeah so looking at it combined Brady's had some crazy games um you know 354 yards and three TDs uh 466 yards two TDs 328 yards four TDs 505 yards three TDs and then he's had some that are just kind of like so-so which I guess when you play nine times that's what happens but 262 yards zero TDs most recently his first one, he had 145 yards and one TD. Um, one of these ones against the Giants, um, 266 yards, one TD. So, um, so some some high highs, some some low lows, and some mixed bags in there. Um, yeah. So what does that mean for for this week's game? Who the frick knows? But looking back over Depressive. these stats, looking back over these stats, I thought about this. If i if I'm the Bucks, the way that I think I want to beat the Chiefs, I think you have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. Plan A, run the ball, control the clock, try and keep that team off the flipping field. So um, if you're looking at any kind of Leonard Fournette stats and your uh, props and you think that maybe the, the Bucks are going to have some success playing a home game, maybe think about that. Plan B, they can't run the ball and the Chiefs get up big on them. Okay, plan B is we need to really spread them out and sp- use all of our weapons. And that's when that's where, where Brady will have a big game. Sort of like the Eagles game where he had 505 yards and three TDs. That game was 41-33. That was a high-scoring game. Um, and then the Falcons game was a comeback game where he threw 62 times for 466 yards and two TDs. And the running a lot of dump-offs to the running back. I think that's plan B. Um plan c is i forget what i was gonna say for plan c but um never (laughs) never never punt basically um,
0: (laughs) never punt
1: yeah i mean i guess if they can't run the ball but it's close you know and they i think if they're if they're down big i forget what the hell i was gonna say anyway but Um, those that's what they're gonna be trying to do right you just run the ball and 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 keep it out of their hands. They're and gonna they, they're
0: gonna they're gonna do basically what you would do against like Prime Brady. Just do whatever you could, whatever you can do to keep them on the sideline. Exactly. So, um, I I, I I'm
1: that being said, I'm looking. I, I think there's gonna be some kind of trick play by one of the sides, uh, and I don't know if that means like a wide receiver throwing a pass or an lineman catching catching a touchdown or something like that. I think I'm looking for some kind of trick play. Um, by somebody um and, and i will say every game except for the rams game every one of these games that brady's played in has been a one score game which is why i'm taking brady with the points uh, on my prediction so um let let's let's talk about yeah the odds in the game prediction and then we can get into the props after that my, so uh,
0: i i was just i was just thinking about playing like what uh what what the chief's plan is and all i could think about was uh that scene from Rocky three where they ask Clubber Lane what's what's his prediction for the fight and he just goes, Pain. Pain.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the Chiefs the Chiefs angle I think it's just be themselves and be fast. Oh yeah. I mean yeah, Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill. The spread, only... them, spread them out, get those
0: guys in space, be fast, and that'll lead the points. So the only, the only, the only thing I can see hurting the Chiefs is that they lost two offensive linemen last week or two weeks ago. That's really it. Yeah. So go ahead, I I, I digress as usual. No, it's cool. Um, good good point. Um, so
1: Barstool had, uh, had a three point spread for favoring the Chiefs. Um, I've seen some places three and a half. I like three and a half a lot more than I like three, obviously. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take the bucks getting the points again. I just, ha, I, I, I was very unsure until I went back and looked at Mahomes and, and remembered, you know, as I was looking through the box score, remembering the game last year. So not saying the bucks are going to win, but I'll take the points, um, bucks are plus 140 on the money line chiefs are minus 162 so to me that kind of says that vegas thinks it's going to be close to like nobody's two minus two or 300 or minus 400 or whatever the over
0: under is 56 boy i could see that going either way right i mean yeah I i could see the bucks only putting up like like 14 points uh i'd probably hammer the over though like so for example the pass versus the seahawks
1: was 28 24 that's 52 that doesn't cover i could see something like that um you know 32 29 that covers um that was that was pats versus panthers last year's was 31 20 that's 51 with with the chiefs that does not cover so i'm kind of leaning under on that quite honestly um that, so i i I'll officially take the under, but not 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 comfortable with that. Um, but that that's the way I'm leaning. You're yeah. you're 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 leaning over on that.
0: Yeah, I'd ha- I'm, I'd hammer the over.
1: And so, what are you thinking on spread and money line? You, so you're saying Chiefs Chiefs to cover and Chiefs money line. I
0: I I take the I take the Chiefs uh, the Chiefs and try to tease tease an extra like four points and give it to the Bucks. Really get really get wild with it so you so you're saying chiefs to cover by like seven i just don't see how the chiefs aren't going to win by like double digits i just i just okay. don't i just don't see it man awesome. maybe i'm crazy like i said i mean i'm i'm not a, i'm not great at predictions i don't i don't win a ton of bets and i don't foresee who's going to win these games and you know these well, neither do i so i mean <laughs> I, well, I was i was being sarcastic because i kicked your ass in the bracket but uh oh, okay okay you you did pick all four teams to go. To the Super I did. Bowl, so I, I can't compete. with that. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever done that in the history of the sport. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, have, I haven't been wrong on the Chiefs yet, so. Gotcha. Just okay. gotta keep riding them, bro. All right, so let's get
1: into some real degenerate land here with the the props. Yeah, let's do it. I'm totally gonna screw this up, by the way, but let's let's try it. All right, well I wrote them down. Um, so we're gonna look at five different categories. There's obviously a ton. Well, first, this one doesn't count. But let's 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 go here. Coin toss. I'm going heads never. Or I'm sorry. I'm going tails. Tails never fails. (laughs) I was
0: gonna I was gonna say after that shit you gave me about tails, you're not gonna take tails now. (laughs) Oh, Oh, are you are you gonna keep track of this, or should I keep track of it? Who's who's keeping track of this stuff? I have I have mine written down. Okay, tails. Yeah, I'm gonna go
1: tails too. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now, let's get into the five categories. MVP. So, um, I'm, I think the value is on, on Brady. Brady's plus 210. The two quarterbacks are the, the two highest, um, two highest values or two highest, uh, probabilities. Yeah. What am I trying to say? Two best probabilities. Um, who who do you you got Mahomes? I I would take I, it.
0: Well, I I mean, yeah, I I don't see any scenario where they don't give it to the quarterback, but I actually think because I think the Chiefs are going to win, I think the best value is CEH at plus 2800. Really? Yeah. See, if I was going Chiefs, I would go Kelsey. I didn't really, I didn't really like, I didn't, I just didn't like the value for plus him. plus thirteen hundred. Yeah, as we go through this, I have basically every cheese player with over hundred and fifty yards, which makes no sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got a, I, I liked Kelsey, but what, were, hold on, what was it again? What was his his prop his prop odds? Uh
1: plus thirteen hundred. But you know what? I went to the live app and I, I see that some of these things already changed uh, from when I looked them up earlier. Oh uh, jeez. So let let me just quote the thing. That I gave you earlier. I thought it was just like yeah, minus. plus thirteen hundred. Yeah, plus thirteen hundred. Oh, actually, well, it's not terrible. Actually, I have, if I'm going a Chiefs player outside of Mahomes, I'm going Kelsey for plus thirteen hundred. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go C E H. If I'm going um, a Bucks player outside of Brady, I am actually going Antonio Brown plus uh, me six thousand. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes no sense, but like
0: i i could just see like I, yeah i mean if, if there's any random i mean outside of what's his name um who's the guy we, maybe I know godwin we, we couldn't even know we couldn't even figure we couldn't remember who the hell he's oh scotty the mccreary yeah scotty mccreary he's uh, he he scotty mccreary's like um it was like plus like a bajillion let's I mean, let's put we should throw a fiver on him just for shits and giggles um <laughs> I like yeah I yeah I, I agree. I had Brown down as my plus six thousand. So yeah I I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Ceh at plus twenty eight hundred. Well look at for, look at
1: all these all these dump off receivers like between the running backs and the slot receivers. Chris Hogan six for one twenty eight, Edelman ten for one forty one, uh, James White fourteen for one ten, uh, Amendola was eight for one fifty two at one point. Edelman yeah. nine for one hundred nine. It's all the Welker eleven for one hundred three. It's all the slot receivers for Brady. So. I don't know necessarily that Brown plays the slot, but, like, as the third wide receiver, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But mm-hmm. that's my logic there. I like that. Um, okay. Anytime TD. Um, who do you got there?
0: Uh Oh, God, I can't read my handwriting. You go. Ha! <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going on the Chiefs side and I'm going with Daryl Williams the guy who scored 2 last year. He, you know what in the playoffs he's been getting a lot of run and I know cuz the C- CEH uh injury. Uh, he's plus 150. CEH is also plus 150
0: but Oh I oh no, so, this is like the TD score one, right? Yeah, touchdown. I I'm any time. I I'm going to go Kelsey but I'm the same with you. I uh, I like C- I actually like CEH's value there. Plus one fifty. Yeah. So I'm going D- Darrell Williams plus one fifty. Um, but Travis Kelsey's seven. Kelsey's
1: plus, plus one seven or minus one seventy five. Minus one seventy five. Yeah. So yeah, Kelsey I, and Hill are both minus one seventy five. Everyone else is in the pluses. So
0: I actually, I think the Bucks are actually going to do a decent job bottling up Tyree Kill. I just they they just they'll have no answer here for Kelsey. I don't. I th- not that anybody does, but I yeah. I, I think he's going to have a day.
1: Yeah, which leads to um, player receiving yards. Um. <laughs> so, so i i have several here um by several i guess i mean three but um so who, who's your number one kelsey over 94 and a half 94 and a half kelsey that's a minus 141 odds um i have some honestly i have three chiefs down here that, that i like i really like the value on sammy watkins over 36 and a half which is minus 112 Miko Hardman over 28 and a half, which is minus 112 and Daryl Williams over 12 and a, 12 and a half minus 124. So pick any one of those three um, I, I like them all just because I just think that like you said, if Tyree Hill gets bottled up. don't know if he will or not, but if he does like those three got like Williams out of the backfield and then those like Hardman 28 and a half, that's that could easily be one catch. Sammy Watkins, 36 and a half. It seems like there's always that one Sammy Watkins drive where he gets, like, four catches for 50 yards. So, I mean, if he gets that one Sammy Watkins drive, I mean, that's... the Like, those are low hurdles. 36 and a half and twenty eight and a half and twelve and a half
0: and 12 and a half for the running back. I, I, I like those ones. I have Kelsey over ninety four and a half. I actually have Evans under 63 and a half. Okay. Um... And again, I'm messing up my handwriting. <laughs> I had I had Brait over twenty nine and a half. Oh, I like it. Yeah. You, those you, are you three think, you think Gronk
1: is mostly quiet this game?
0: Yeah. Well I just I think Bra I think I, yeah, I think Brait's the more dangerous weapon at this point. And they go they ride with him. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um those are the ones I picked. Okay. Two more to go total interceptions in the game one and a half over under. over i agree i'm at the over as well and i have plus 125 which i think look, l- looking back at all these all these uh prior years brady had one interception last year and i know Goff did or 2018 um he had no interceptions in 2017 but he had one against the falcons he had two against the seahawks he had one against the giants um, none against the Giants that other year. None against the, the Eagles. He had one against the Panthers and none against the uh, Rams. So, it, it, uh, plus he's coming off a three-interception game. So, I, I went one and a, I, I, I went over one and a half, which is a plus one plus one twenty-five um, payout. So, um, anything to add there?
0: Uh, no, I think Brady will throw two. Mahomes oh. will throw one.
1: Yeah, I would say plus Mahomes threw two last year. So yeah, yeah I think
0: that, I, I think he'll throw a one. Um, yeah, that makes sense. At some point, but I think Brady's gonna have two.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other one we were doing was total sacks, uh, over under four and a half, uh, for plus one twenty. Over. Um, I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. Uh, um, but it was uh. Wait, do I have that right? Plus 120. Hold on a second. Sacks, um, sack, sack, sacks. Sack, sack the quarterback. Sack the quarterback. Wait, where'd it go? Um, sacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. The under is minus 148. Oh, I must. I I wrote down over then four and a half. Nah, I don't. I actually. I actually take that back. I think it's gonna go under, which is minus 148. I just okay. think Brady's gonna get the ball out, and I think Mahomes avoids the pressure. I think there could be... Four, so, four and a half seems high to me. But you're going over on that? Yeah. Let me go over. All right. I'm going to... Where's my pen? My pen to change my answer. I think
0: I think Brady gets sacked at least three times. So, then basically Mahomes just has to go down once.
1: No, because that would be four.
0: Or twice. Yeah. I mean... Well, I think Brady... I think Brady's a lock. Brady goes down at least three. So, then I just need two more out of one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going under. Yeah. So...
0: I think I like I like your bet better. I just I don't know. I see a few. Yeah, I mean it went two two backup two backup offensive linemen for the Chiefs. Yeah, plus I, I don't if, think, if Mahomes I don't think the... is scrambling around and just like trips or something like that. I mean could... it, one one uh one football savant once told me that uh, in a Bruce Arians offense, quarterbacks are running for their lives. So that is true. I don't know who that was.
1: True. Okay. So. Um we're kind of taking opposite sides on a few things um yeah, I like it though so the two beers pod will definitely come out victorious one way or the other that's right um I like our props and uh, i'm ex- i'm excited um i, I, I guess as i I'm, I'm kind of appreciating Brady's kind of career now I'm, I'm like I don't hate him like I used to
0: um i've I, never i've never hated i think we talked about it before like I've never hated Brady I just don't like Patriot Nation. Ah, we should. Too bad we can't phone a friend and call Casey in right now. That'd be fun. Um, I, they're just annoying because it's like, like the cheating stuff. It's like, okay, listen, like, is it the big? Is it a huge deal that like you taped other teams' practices and like you deflated balls and stuff? Like, no, but like you did cheat and you got caught, and like the reaction to Patriot Nation is ah, oh, you you just hate us because you ate us. It's like, no, no, like people don't like because you cheated and got (laughs) because you got (laughs) caught so it's like that just always annoys me it's like no like it has nothing to do like people like when you're accused of cheating like that's gonna happen it has nothing to do with anything else you know what i mean like it's just it's just so dumb i don't know like so they like they just annoy me like brady's never really bothered me um all that well i can't say the same pretty um, you. I think... mean, he, yeah, you know, he's kicking your team's ass for over a decade, so I can I can understand that.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, so, but I mean, as he gets older, though, it's just like my goodness, like I, I just find myself rooting for him. So what's he? What, is the, what him and his? What is it? Wasabi ice cream or whatever it is he's doing? Oh, I don't know, but um, I I, I kind of figured out the is Every Super Bowl appearance he gets in, that's how many seconds his kiss to his son on the lips gets to last longer. <laughs> So you know nine nine Super Bowls nine second kiss to his to his son on the lips so, which I ain't hating my son is four and he doesn't kiss me at all so, um, you know I'll, I'll kudos kudos to Mr. Brady so I I I'm kind of rooting for the Bucks but realistically I just want to see a good game I'd so. uh,
0: I'd I'd love for Brady to win just to have to listen to Nick Wright eat crow for an entire day i don't know who that is but i'm with you it's fine he's like he's he's like a a fake skip bayless on fox sports sure so
1: all right well i think that that uh loop swoop and pull uh on on the super bowl um you know looking forward to that the commercials not looking forward to the halftime show of the weekend so we'll you know whatever he's he's not our he's not your boy uh timberlake or uh my personal favorite halftime show was katie perry who happened to share a birthday with me same same day and year oh that's a that's a nice um,
0: that's quite the icebreaker
1: yeah and and her riding that giant mechanical lion like 70 yards was wild Man. um anywho but um
0: not as fun as my mechanical lion but that's neither here nor there
1: i would love to have a ride on that thing <laughs> um I'd put a quarter in there and just ride it right out front side of the convenience store <laughs> um yeah, all right. So from there, let's go to uh, – you, you said you had a little bit of NBA you wanted to talk about?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, dude, some, some cool stuff over the week. Uh, I was going to just talk about the Sixers continuing to kick ass, but then they lost by 15 to a starless <laughs> Blazers team. But but as we looked at today, Ben Simmons didn't play, so their starting five is still undefeated this season at 12-0. and or maybe 10-0. I forget which it is. But either way. I thought it was 12. I think it's 12 Um Huge win the other night by the Nets against the Clippers. Um, they made a ton of tough shots, man. KD and Kyrie really made some. Just... Not only that, but KD was friggin' hustling his butt off on defense. Uh, a lot. He's, he's the. He's, he's up Kawhi. He was. That it's, was fun. It's, it's amazing that after an Achilles. And I think he's 30 now. Like, I don't. I, I don't. I, I forget how old That's he it? is. That's it? I think Katie's he's only thirty. I think so, man. Yeah. Oh. Um, he to come back and basically, I mean, he, he you could easily make the argument he's the best two way player in basketball right now. Um, the LeBron yeah. sexuals are gonna come at me with that, but that's it's not even debatable. Um, yeah, it's nuts. And again, like Kyrie, you know, love watching him play. Like he's a weirdo, and it's hard to root for him. But man, some of the shots he hits, I know, it, right, dude, it's so nuts. Um, and then yeah, my boy. James Harden, the
1: dad bod, the gnarly beard, the clear heels, the spearmint rhino extraordinaire. He said, you know what? I don't have to be the main guy. I don't need all the shots. I just want the W. I just want to win. You know why? Because that's what dad bods do. They worry about the team, the family. They put other people first. They don't always get what they want, and that's what James Harden is doing. So he's taking less shots. He's putting up triple double after triple double, leading the league in assists, and that's how the boys are going to win. They're gonna. It's gonna be James Harden making plays, Kyrie getting his head in the game, being himself on the court, and KD playing two ways, the crushing uh, mid-range jumpers, the crushing defense, and. And by the way, Harris, my gosh. I mean, the guy's just making it rain out there. And he's playing a little bit of D, too. Yeah, um,
0: outside, outside of his brain fart the other day against the uh, the Wizards at the end of the game. Yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> that was a they'll, fun game, too. They'll, they'll likely be a, a big candidate to land JJ if the Pelicans buy him out because it doesn't look like there's not a big trade market for him right now. Um, he lives in Brooklyn, so it's, I... I can't imagine him not, unless he comes back to Philly cause he really enjoyed, you know, playing with, with Joel. Um, I still think they, I still think they should look and try to acquire JaVale McGee or neurons. Noel just to get some type of like rim runner, you know, um, you know, rim protector that way. KD doesn't have to take on that entire responsibility. Um, but yeah, man, I've, I picked them before the season. I stayed with them. I said, after the hard trade, I'm going to stay with the nets. Uh, yeah, look, it's to tough to beat. But man, I gotta, I gotta give you kudos though, man. Um, when we did our, when we did our, our draft preview and when we did our kind of predictions, I got on you a little bit for your Tyler uh, Halliburton uh, pick. But man, he's been balling lately, man. He's he's steadily increasing all his per games here over the last three months. Went from ten to 11-2 to thirteen. Uh, you know in the month of february he averaged 11 5 and 4 40% three point shooting 46% from the field uh two games through february 13 5 and 7 46% from three 45 from the field he's doing his thing i you know i owe you an apology i i kind of scoffed at you when you uh when you were big on him in the draft and uh you know i got to i got to give you credit where credit would do is due man well admittedly i wasn't okay oh is it tyrese halliburton i always thought it was yeah. tyler Hall- halliburton <laughs> tyler, shame no, on... Ty- tyrese halliburton yeah. <laughs> shame on me i um well maybe I... I wasn't well then i wasn't wrong about tyler halliburton that guy does suck <laughs> he's out there somewhere <laughs> he's yeah he's tyrese's little brother <laughs>
1: um no i i just wanted to see how this game would translate because so i saw it in college and he was just he clearly saw the game at a level above college but he, had that, he was just gangly and had that weird shot. I just wanted to see how it pre, like translated to the NBA. Um, but I have to say, with him being on the West Coast, like I try and watch some of those games, but I haven't seen a lot. And I really want to. Um, and he's not starting. So sometimes when I tune in, he's not playing. And like I, I haven't had a ch- chance to really get a good view of him yet with my own eyeballs. A guy I have seen a couple times who looks like he's probably going to be the right now. He's probably the front runner is rookie of the year's LaMelo. And I'm just like, yeah, he, I mean, with, with Charlotte, the way Charlotte's team is built, like LaMelo is just getting tons of time and putting up great stats. So it might end up being LaMelo, but here nor there, I'm, I'm sticking with my boy Tyrese. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes.
0: God. Yeah
1: um all right Loop, all I, swoop and pull. I, just,
0: I just wanted to give you uh thank you sir Dude, I, you you uh you earned it man
1: Luke, swoop and pull all right so there was a good boxing match for uh, free do
0: the, do, let's let's do the thing with the tires real quick get that out of the way
1: <laughs> all i wanted to say about NASCAR was <laughs> the season is we're 10 days away we're gonna have another pod before then so i'll talk about it um a little bit more in that one but uh, Daytona 500s coming up this month The Duels uh, The Duels and The Clash I, I never watch those I don't care about those I think they do count towards points in some capacity People watch them, people love them I don't watch them They're, They will be before we do the next pod I won't even talk about those NASCAR is coming back y'all NASCAR is coming back That's cool. all I got to say about that Yeah baby um, So there was a boxing match last week uh plant true x yes sir uh, it, battle for... bat, battle of the caleb's battle of the caleb's it was for free on fox it did not live It had great uh well uh viewership but did not live up to
0: the to the to the uh hype so well i don't i don't think it was i mean i th- i don't think it was ever really a question i think we talked on the pod like i think it was everyone really thought that you know caleb plant was gonna win that fight um I was I was disappointed. Oh, by the way, our our boy Sean Porter, you know, listen to his podcast, The Porter Way. Um, he was looking sharp, commentating. Yeah, he was on that. Tally. He was probably the dude, best part dude, of the fight. I, yeah, I love that guy. He
1: looks good. He sounds good.
0: Oh, uh, like, dude, he's, he, he's he's awesome, man. He's truthful, but he does it tactfully. Like, uh, great guy. Yeah, and he's not afraid. I can't wait to he gets his next big fight because he's not afraid to like to fight these big name guy like he's you know i mean he's he's a champ he's a former champion uh and he just wants he just wants to fight the best like he's not running away from anybody he's just really fun to root for and like i'm listening to his podcast because it's awesome um yeah he he
1: was he was rings uh would you call he was it the, ringside, ringside announcer color? yeah
0: ringside announcer for yeah, it uh yeah. for the day uh anyway yeah, i wish i could pull off a blue suit right like that god um basically the color of my beer can right now actually now that i think about it um any hoodles yeah, Duplant, yeah, I, I was disappointed that he didn't get the stoppage because I, won because I predicted he'd get the stoppage in the ninth round. Um, what did you, you've never watched him fight before, so what did you think of uh, Sweet Hands, which, uh, well, what, what, know, what, what he, a nickname, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you know what? I have to take this with a grain of salt. because It came out afterwards that he injured his hand earlier in the fight, which he has had, hand, apparently he has had hand issues before, um, so the whole like he had very few combos like i think three punches was the max he threw which i mean he had truex not the he had him stunned but he had him kind of like he was it was there for the taking and he just did not press forward like i thought he should have to me he had flashes of loma in terms of his foot movement and his footwork and his in and out and his side to side yeah so i was very encouraged by that However, I was just annoyed that he didn't press forward. He there was not even I don't even think he was close to a knockdown. Um, it was, he was supposed to win by stoppage. Don't think that was close whatsoever. And if you're not going to knock a guy down, sometimes you could just overwhelm him with just a flurry of combinations, and then the referee has to step in. That never even came close. No. So I I was just annoyed that. He was like he—he he definitely dominated. We had him winning every round, and I think the judges did too. Yeah, 120, um,
0: 108.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it was—it was just he clearly outboxed True X. Um,
0: somebody like that, you're supposed to put away, and he did not, and that was annoying. I just—I felt like he didn't for whatever reason. He just like I didn't think he went to the body as much as he could have. Like, yeah, he just—he just, he just kept landing headshots on it. Now, Listen, he had some crazy combinations and some like. Whatever they kept, t- I think Porter. It was Porter who kept trying to figure out what the hell that jab was. That he kept throwing with his left. It, was it like wasn't a, a combo though. It was like, like think about in pitching a slurve, like that three
1: quarters action. It was like a three quarters jab,
0: but like from the yeah. underneath. Yeah, it was or, weird. I, I, I'm um, not jab like like a uppercut slash hook. Yeah, I wrote it down, but now I lost that sticky note. Like what they actually there's actually a term for what it is. <laughs> okay. um, yeah like i just I thought if he would have went to the body a little bit then he would have just wore truex out uh he didn't yeah. even knock him down um yeah truex, how house my truex looks so slow like and, and i know caleb plant is known for his speed but like even some of the punches Truex were throwing like he was just getting them off so slow it was like he really yeah. showed his age uh I, I hope he calls it quits after this um you know i yeah. just hey you know yeah it I, was, I, it was, I wanna, quite honestly it was a little bit of a dud and i wonder what like looks better like because like i we talked about it before but like some of these guys like you're already an underdog but when you get into like round eight and you've lost every round and the only way to win is just to start letting your fist go like when they don't start when they don't do that like i guess do they think that there there's a better chance of them getting another payday if they just go the distance versus getting knocked out like is that i guess that has to be it i guess um
1: Cause it just it not
0: like It doesn't make any sense. It's like, you're not going to win unless you knock him out. So, like, and, he, you know, he hasn't made any mistakes. So, like, yeah, instead of.
1: I, and to your point, I was, I, I kept waiting for True Axe's corner just to throw in the Start towel. Start go. Oh, yeah. But but he wasn't ever hurt. So, there was really no reason to throw in the towel.
0: He was bleeding a lot, I thought.
1: Yeah, but he was never wobbly. Like, by bicep, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. wobbly. He never like, had the
0: spaghetti legs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah yeah you're right um so anyway um yeah i mean I, so, what are you i what are your thoughts if they we if we get a potential him and canelo fight at the end of the year oh i i i think yeah. i think canelo embarrasses him quite I do honestly too. Yeah. i all every and it's so funny the way i watch boxing now because we watch it's crazy how much i watch of it now and i i thank you for that for bringing me bringing me back into it a few years back uh you and you and michael b jordan and sylvester stallone um <laughs> like every time every time he would throw that left that left uppercut or left weird jab and just leave himself unprotected i just I, know. Kept, I just pictured canelo with those dude those wailing hooks like just just taking him down man that's all i kept thinking was like what would canelo be doing right now as he was trying to throw that yeah. I don't. I don't see how Canelo doesn't knock knock him out in like seven or eight rounds. Um, yeah. Which shout out to Shane Jones brought him back into boxing too. Sure he, did. He shout out. He shout out to us on Twitter. Sure did, man. Big big fan of the pod. Um, yeah. Love love that guy. And he's a good looking gentleman. I hear. Um, yeah, sexy boy. Yeah. I yeah I yeah I think Canelo would knock him out um, easily. I I think Canelo have more trouble with Saunders in May than he would have with Caleb Plant, which is crazy to think because I do think Plant has a lot of upside. Um, One sixty eight. One sixty-eight. I, I can't oh, yeah. wait till we do the quiz, the rapid fire quiz on our fire. <laughs> maybe we'll do that on our fireside chat one of these yeah. days.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey. Speaking of which, um, speaking of Joe Saunders and everything, what there's a lot of matches coming oh, up in, in February, huge. and apparently you, you've committed them all to memory. So, so next um, but nothing... before we get to the parlay and on, on to the fun part of
0: the the podcast, yeah. what,
1: what's going on in February here? So there's
0: nothing nothing this weekend uh, outside. If you have the zone, there's the uh, like the making of Triple G. So they're doing a lot of documentaries on DAZN now, which is kind of cool. They just wrapped up an AJ uh, and Anthony Joshua one, and now they're doing Triple uh, G. Um, next week we got three three fights going on. Next week, man, which is gonna be nuts. Uh, two on DAZN. One's uh, Jojo Diaz versus Shavatadaka Rapakaka. I don't know if I even said that right. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't Dia- sound like it. Diaz is the IBF 130 champ. Um, He's he's like the wild card of that one thirty crew, because only because he's like the only one not rep by top rank right now. Um, yeah. Well, and tank, but whatever. So that but that'll be cool. Like I've never I haven't I've never actually watched JoJo fight, so you know I'll be curious to see how that goes. I'm pretty sure I have, but I don't remember. Yeah, earlier uh, earlier in the day in in the UK, Josh Warrington, who just vacated one of his uh, one twenty six titles because he couldn't they couldn't get a fight with. um, Zukan, I think his name is, who's another champion. He's he's fighting a a ten a, a ten round uh, fight with Mauricio Lara. I mean that's just kind of a tune up fight for until he. It it, sounds, it looks like he's probably gonna get a, he's gonna go fight Gary Russell, um, or Zukan after that. But that's just to get him get him back in the fold. I think he's been off for Jesus a year and a half at least. I think Warrington, uh, and then my one of my favorite guys uh, is fighting on top or uh, ESPN. That's going to be Joe Smith Jr. versus Maxim Vasov, and they're fighting for the vacant WBO light heavyweight title, which is what weight class? You can do this. Yeah. One seventy five. Oh God! Look at you, man! Look at you learning here. If, if for nothing else, this podcast is going to teach you the weight classes. Seriously. Um, yeah, and that's. I think I'm pretty sure that's the the belt Canelo took off of um, <laughs> my boy Kovalov and he vacated, but. Joe Smith, he's like the definition of a lunch pail guy, like a blue-collar fighter. Um, it's going to be exciting. I, I hope he pulls that out because I really want to see him and our boy Better Beef go at it. Um, both top-ranked guys. Better Beef will have two titles. Joe Smith will have one. makes all the sense in the world to have a unification fight after this, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, so that's Next weekend. The twentieth is gonna be the fight that I've been waiting for for you know, it was supposed to happen in December and then uh Miguel Burchelt got you know came out with COVID, but uh the WBC junior lightweight uh junior lightweight title, Burchelt Valdez is gonna be awesome. Um free, free on ESPN, just more more free fights yeah. out of more free fights out of top rank man. And then on the twenty seventh, dude, the pound for pound king, Canelo, Canelo's fighting again. Um Versus Anya. Yildredge. Hold on, you got
1: Canelo as the pound for pound king over Bud Crawford. Well, no, I'm just
0: saying he's he's that's yeah, okay. he's referred to as the pound for pound king. Gotcha, no, okay. no, Bud's Bud's my number one. Um, gotcha. I I reluctant, even though I said I would never put Canelo in my top three because of the uh, the PED testing. Um, he just was so impressive against Callum. I don't care how good Callum Smith is, he was just so impressive. I I, yeah. I gotta yeah put him at two and give him his due. So. That's fe- that's and that's February, so yeah. Speaking
1: of of February fights, <laughs> the fight versus the YouTuber and Mayweather is off due yeah. to lack of interest. <laughs> yeah, shocker, <laughs> shocker. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of lack of interest and, and uh, celebrity fights, I was thinking should should we buy Rough and Rowdy and watch Jose Canseco fight the the dudes from a uh, barstool?
0: Why don't why don't you guy get it and I'll face you can FaceTime me, and I'll watch it with you. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that. Mm. I wonder how much they cost. How did but... I forget this? I'm sorry. And then also on February twenty seventh we got so isn't Charlo fighting? No. No, oh. why do you keep saying that? Gosh, <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh Jerm, 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 I, I thought this was the I totally just forgot. Uh Jamel Herring versus Carl Frompton. Frompton's for, uh, fighting? Yep, yep, for the yep. one. So what the the one thirty picture is gonna be pretty much set here. With the three belts, because Tank, whatever, forget. I, I'm, already, I'm so annoyed with him right now after the latest news that came out. Um, but yeah, the WBO, WBC, and IBF are all going to be settled here in February, and then Shakur is going to get his shot at one of them. I'm not sure which one, and then that's just going to set up. You're going to get either we're, we we're probably going to see Shakur, Harry Frampton, and then if Shakur wins that, Shakel Burchell. And then we'll see if he's he's either gonna try to make a fight with um tank or Diaz, and if he can't, I think he moves up to one thirty five, which could be awesome. So All I know uh, is my favorite really Di-
1: my favorite Diaz is
0: from Cobra Kai. That's right. Guys, uh, guys, uh nobody nobody can take ninety rabid uh kidney shots like that guy can. <laughs> uh, all right. Um so let's talk about the
1: parlay, and then then let's let's get to our uh, top five movies. So um, let's do it. I so last week we won. Just to tell everybody, um, so we Drew had Caleb Plant in stoppage, but no book yeah, I saw so, so no, no book even had that open. So Plant was like minus three thousand or something. So I I did Plant with my hockey game, and I and I did it as five bucks. And I think I'm gonna move them down to five dollar parlays now that we're just kinda of like taking them blind, basically. It's and just we're doing too, yeah, we're doing two teamers.
0: It's just too hard with no lines out there.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna take it down to five bucks. We won and it was four something, so nine and change. So we'll bump it up to ten bucks for this week. We'll let it roll. Um so we're gonna do a ten dollar, uh two teamer for this week. Um who you got, sir?
0: Uh, I, I want to roll Chiefs, bro. Okay, I, I, that's cool with me. All right, yeah. I just I'll uh, I don't even know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll run around. You, run, you talking about money line or or with the points? Well, I mean money line. We we'd win like fifty cents. <laughs> nah, no, nah, minus one sixty two ain't bad. Uh, no, take no, give give For the, the points. points. Yeah, give the points. Uh, okay. If I'm wrong, maybe I'll do like a a a nosedive in the snow naked and we'll post it on the on the twitter page like i just i just can't see them losing i just can't yeah
1: um okay that that's cool we'll do that um so i'm gonna do so i'm gonna make or break us on friday night <laughs> um friday night at seven I, i'm feeling pretty good about this uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Red Wings. I actually snuck on my on my personal side in a little bet here when these two played on Wednesday. Um, typically in hockey, the the spread, I guess you can call it, is uh, the puck. Is it the puck line, or I don't I don't know what they call it. But you either go uh, minus one and a half or plus one and a half. But Tampa Bay. The Red Wings are a mess right now. Like their expected goalie is, is Thomas Grice. oh six and two with a three point four six goals against average and an eight eighty four save percentage. They are a mess. Uh, they're two seven and two. The Lightning are six one and one. Tampa Bay just beat them five to one. the The goal differential was a minus two. Like you rarely see that. It's usually the one and a half. It's probably going to be minus two again i'm gonna take that so we're gonna get some juice on that one um because they're gonna win like again they're gonna win like i maybe they only win by one since they just beat them five one but let's roll the dice ten bucks on on the two-teamer i i don't know what it's gonna be but whatever that that goal differential is if it's one and a half great if it's two i'll take that as well i just think they're gonna spank them like 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 they should and you're taking the the Chiefs minus three or three and a half, whatever we can get out there. Yeah. And that is the Ching parlay for the weekend, baby. Love Speaking it. of which, are we? Should we? Um. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk offline. We threw our props out there, so we'll talk offline on of which one. But we'll, maybe we'll throw five bucks on one here and one there on, okay. on the props. But um, we'll fill everybody in next week what we actually end up doing all right oh i gotta finish beer number one i'm almost done all right beer number two i got a twist top here hold on three two
0: one
1: i always like your sound effects on beer too what do you mean (laughs) i don't i don't know what i mean i don't know what you mean either
0: bro my sound effects i don't have sound effects just opening a beer can
1: yeah um so, uh, I'm running through this six pack of, uh, which I'm almost done with
0: it, but the short neck, uh, Coors Golden, the banquet beer. I, I do like short, I got, uh, and well, it's not short necks, but the, the little bottles I got of that, uh, Laguanitas, um. Okay. Oh, God, I forget what it was called. You remember what it was called? I sent you the picture of?
1: Little, little something? Or just IPA? No, or
0: no. Uh, it's an IPA. It's something hops, uh. Oh, with the dog? Nah, well, they, well, that's just their logo. I forget what it is. It's got like two. It's got like it looks like uh, two two weed buds as a, as like stereo uh, speakers or something. Oh, they, uh, I don't remember. I forget. I'll, I'll I'll remember it at some point. The the I, is that I, what you're drinking now? No, no, I'm i I'm sticking with Unse- or El Segundo. Oh stereo stereo hopic IPA it's called. Oh, um, you're, you're drinking like clear a, AF right now. Yeah. But it's like in a cool like little maybe it's a short neck. Nah, it's not a short neck, but it's like what it's a smaller bottle. It's like it's twelve ounces, but in a glass bottle and it's uh I dig it. I, I enjoy the glass bottle for those. Brings me back to my Rona days, I guess. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so what you, what you got, bro? This is your show.
1: Yeah. So so again, top five movies that incorporate either Native Americans or pirates. In uh, to keep with the theme of chiefs versus buccaneers. Um, so we we each got our top five. Um, so um, do you want to go first with your number five?
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I was. I was trying to like force my way to putting this in here, but like, I I didn't even like the movie. So and I didn't, but I just want to comment on the Revenant. You've never seen this, right? The Revenant. Oh no, I've saw it. That's my number five. (laughs) Like I don't even think it's a good movie. This this was like this to me. This was like a movie that they basically just basically it was like one of those ones where like they wrote it and like the whole purpose kind of like the whole purpose of that OKC season OK Oklahoma City thunder season after durant left like their whole goal was just like get westbrook to be mvp like they just let him do whatever he wanted that was like the goal i feel like the whole purpose of this movie was just to do whatever they could to get leo an academy award because he never won one like all he does is like crawl around like moan and groan he doesn't even talk like the only good thing about this movie was tom hardy and like i just i don't even think it's that good so like I tried well, to put it in, but not to ruin it for... Go, why did you put it at
1: five? You do your No, thing. no, th- no. That, that's actually hilarious, because I shoehorned it in at number five for that, because you're exactly right. I originally didn't have it at number five. Okay. And then I was like, ah, I just want to talk about it. So I'm going to go back to my original number five. But for Revenant, um, I remember feeling unsatisfied at the end of the movie, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but I have to say one tom hardy i mean
0: everything he touched. he to was, was amazing old. i i i don't know if he i don't think he won though. i don't think he even think he won that bet the supporting actor award which and it was, was all bu- about vengeance this like serious vengeance
1: yeah and um and and so they're in and out of like dakota territory and his his son was like a half what half pawnee i think yeah uh and this end, is leo's so, leo's son leo's son yeah but i have to say that scene the bear fight where the bear mauls him it was dope was like it was breathtaking and mildly scared me like it i like it was so intense and the scene where the bear mauls leo dicaprio was just so well done just an amazing piece of cinema and, and that alone i was just like i kind of want to make a number five just for that but since we're, let's throw it out there as an honorable mention right off the bat. Other honorable, honorable mentions right off the bat. Go for the, it. The show Yellowstone, love it, but it's not a movie, but it's a show. Yep. Um, captain Phillips, not your traditional pirates, but I mean, I, and I, we we talked about it. Neither of us have ever seen it, but who doesn't love the line? Yeah. Look at me, look at me, I'm the captain now. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, all right. So so what is your actual number five?
0: uh captain ron which you've never which never, you've seen. never seen A 1992 classic uh yeah it's uh so captain captain ron uh it starts it starts kurt russell and uh martin Short. So this is like martin shorts like heyday of uh you know where like i guess i guess him steve martin eddie murphy like i guess those are like the comedy kings of the early 90s john candy and dan Aykroyd right i think that was like the crew sure at that point um you know Martin Short's this like uptight, uh, you know business business type. Like let's just call him a finance guy. Um, he inherits an old an old yacht. Uh, him and his family in Chicago, and to loosen up and bring the family closer together, they decide they're going to sail it down to Miami. They're going to sail it down to Miami and uh, what do you call it? Um, and sell the boat and do it together. And they hire a captain, and it ends up being Kurt Russell, who's Captain Ron, who's just this like, you know. Uh, what, what what's to be called? He's a dubious, ca- a dubious captain. He's just, like, this, like, aloof guy. He, he's basically Captain Jack Sparrow before Johnny Depp was Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, it's really funny. He's just, like, dicking around the entire time. Um, and they, somehow they end up, I think, like, in the, uh in in panama or somewhere way outside of miami and there's like pirate there's like sea pirates that try to steal the yacht and they're just trying to get, they're just trying to get this boat to port uh it's a really funny movie so if you've never seen it i highly recommend it. it's probably like an hour and 15 minutes um that's my number five. Oh, sounds riveting um it's good man it's good all okay. right number kurt, five kurt, kurt russell in his heyday number
1: five this is more of a representative movie than the movie itself per se. But I'm going to go with um, Hondo, 1953, John Wayne. Pick your favorite John Wayne movie that uh, features uh, Native Americans in there. Um, this one has um, an Apache uh, tribe. is just kind of like the adversary is kind of like that threat that's out there. John Wayne, uh, they're in Arizona. He meets a, a homesteader a woman who's living by herself her husband's been missing for a few years the whole question is is john wayne going to get with her and then is she going to go with john wayne to his homestead out in california blah 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 the reason why i put it in there is it's a very famous scene where um john wayne comes up to this woman's kid who's fishing in this creek on the property and the kid's like oh mister i got no no bites today and john wayne's like look at the sun there kid it's on your back of your neck there's shadows in the creek that's why the fish aren't biting go to the other side and the kid's like well gee mister i i can't get over there how am i gonna do that and he's like you gotta swim kid and the kid's like oh i don't know how to swim And he's like he like looks at him like what the heck you talking about how old are you kid says i'm six john wayne rips the fishing pole out of the kid's hand picks him up by the pants tosses him in the creek hmm. and, and and he's and then the kid's mom comes he's like why'd you do that he can't swim and he goes he's gotta learn sometime ma'am go ahead and he's he's like coaching him from the side go ahead son grab the water and pull it toward you and the kid swims the other side and she's like he's like i did it i did it and the mom's like oh how's he gonna get back he's like he's gotta swim back and she's like if he he tells her if you if it's the problem for you you gotta go in after him and she looks at John Wayne and goes, I can't swim. And he just looks at her and he's like starts chasing her and she like runs off. <laughs> Classic scene, John Wayne just ripping this kid's fishing pole out of his hands and tossing him in the crick. Nice. Hilarious. 1953, great stuff. It's solid, man. It's yeah. Solid. Pick your favorite John Wayne movie with with Native Americans in it. Anyway,
0: what's your number four? Dances with Wolves. Kevin Costner. Um Costner actually directed this. I think I know he won the Academy Award for Best Picture. I don't know if he won a best actor or not here, but uh, he basically plays a Civil War lieutenant um, who he gets assigned to an abandoned outpost by uh, a, a more senior officer who like lost his mind like le- legitimately and thought that he was and, and he actually Kevin Costner's there actually thinking like he's serving a purpose, but he's not. And in, in, during the process, he becomes part of, I guess, part of an Indian tribe, um, who then who then goes to war with uh, with the uh, what do you call it with some U.S. Some, soldiers. Yeah, some U.S. soldiers. Uh, and so it's a fish out, of, it's almost like a fish out of water kind of thing. Who gets accepted by by the enemy, and then his actual you know enemy friends become enemies. Some enemies become friends. There's a beginning, a middle, some, and an some, end. Something about a map. Yeah, some type of plot. Um, yeah, actually, there's, there's a wolf uh, uh, that keeps him around. I don't want to talk about that. Um, that. That's
1: why he gets his name. Dances with Wolves. That's Kevin Costner's name. Yeah, we two, get it. We get it. Socks. Dancing with Wolves. Good. It's,
0: yeah, it's a good movie. I, I would. It probably. It probably should be higher, but it's just. It's just. I a lot of times I do this list by what's rewatchable, and it's just so damn long. Like you just can't rewatch. Yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: it realistically could be number one, but it's, it's just it's, it's, it's just what, not rewatchable. It's a three hour movie in 1990, and it's just not fast pace yeah i agree with you there yeah um my number four um i have as hidalgo which we talked about Oh, good call but i had for- totally forgot that that vigo mortensen is um half-breed indian like he did like it kind of revealed like
0: halfway through that he's a half-breed um native american i thought he was like a half-breed egyptian prince man i really need to go back and rewatch that no no (laughs) because
1: because uh and the scene i absolutely love is when the horse is about to die and he starts doing the native american chants um and then like it kind of somehow brings the horse back to life and he ends up winning the the big great race over and I forget where you know somewhere in in arabia um, yeah arabia yeah and then um so, yeah somewhere in that part of the world and uh he ends up winning the money to set all the horses free back in the u.s and and eventually lets hidalgo run free so i love i know i love that movie i don't know oh, why it's really good out to me. i oh man now but I'm it, it, it has it has a slight native american <clears throat> bent to it just because he's from the american west it turns out he is actually half native
0: american good old frank hopkins man good for you yeah yeah so i, I throw hidalgo, hidalgo in there at number four did this come out in february oh it's march i was gonna say me and my mama i me and my might have gone and seen that together on her birthday it would have been funny if it would have come out in february 5th march oh, 5th march 5th it came out close close all right what's your number three uh pirates of the caribbean part two dead man's chest nice so this is the this in the, so get, how does that movie start and how does it end <laughs> this was great we had a great back and forth on the pirate sagas yesterday um so this movie starts with uh the east india trading company basically trying to blackmail uh what do you call it um, orlando bloom orlando bloom who what's his first name it's turner but what's it oh Will, Will, Bill, william turner and uh, and his his soon to be wife, uh, Kira Knightley, uh, who I can't remember her name in the movie either, which is just embarrassing. But basically, try basically basically threaten to imprison them for helping Jack Sparrow escape at the end of the first one. Elizabeth Swan's her name. Um, yeah. In exchange for they want Jack's compass for whatever reason. And then Jack, in the meantime, Jack is trying to find the the key to Davy Jones's chest because you find out he became captain of the black Pearl by selling his soul to Davy Jones. So I think he, he, he was able to, he, in exchange for his soul, he was allowed to be captain of the Pearl for 13 years. So the movie is basically a race between all those guys trying to make that happen. So he's trying to get the chest. Turner's trying to, uh, you know, trying to make the deal with, with the East, with the East India trading company to get Elizabeth free. Um, his father who they talk about in the first one bootstrap he's part of this movie too which is a little twist um this is the one where they introduce davy jones with all the this crazy is davy yeah it's davy yeah, yep davy jones is in it uh playing the organ which is pretty pretty cool scene yeah um and then the at the end you find out after jack sparrow gets eaten by the kraken let's say is the just, end
1: is is the kraken right
0: yeah which is just so cool the scene where he goes up against that thing is just yeah. awesome um but then the big twist at the end, where it's spoiler alert, uh, Bar- Captain Barbosa is still alive, and he comes. The uh, they're all like Jack's crew is, goes to uh, Calypso, and is trying to find out how to get him out of David Jones's locker. And she goes, "If you want to travel to the ends of the world, then you need someone who's been there." And then you just see the slow walk of like his boots, and then it just like it just goes to close up of Barbosa, and he bites into he bites the, apple. the apple, right? <laughs> so tell me, what's become of my ship with his monkey on? <laughs> with that stupid yeah. monkey who's in every movie who just squeals. So I just remember that that lady Calypso she,
1: would just sail to the end, Is end it of the world, yeah, and that- beyond. Yeah, that was good. So uh, I, Jamaican accent. Would you I really, kind of I really or... like
0: the second one. I'm a, I'm, I always feel like it's not good because I didn't like the third one, which you may have on on your list. Uh, I didn't like it, and like I, those are basically those are really you know sequels of each other more than I consider it to be a three part yeah, saga. Yeah. And the, I just didn't like the third one, so I I forgot. But I, thinking about it, as we were talking about last night, like this is a really the second one was pretty good. Um, it was very good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But go ahead. So what's your number three? Uh
1: Dances with Wolves, and you already covered it. So um, everything you said right right on about it being rewatchable in terms of actual cinematography could easily be number one, but it, it's just not rewatchable. So I keep it at three. Um, what do you got at two? Hook.
0: Hook, oh. Hook, 1991, man. Oh. Peter Pan, Captain Hook. I got Robin, Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, and that little kid. I'm trying to uh, get his name. Who was like the uh, Who Charlie, Takes, the, takes Char- the sword after, Char- after. Charlie Cors- Corso Cosmo who uh, played played his kid Jack. Hey, don't who, forget Julia Roberts played Tink. She ah, won- oh, dude, great call. Um, yeah, what a ca- I mean, what a cast. And this, I think this is. Phil Collins was in this too. Get the hell out of here. Um, Maggie Smith played Granny Wendy. Um, yeah, really, really fun movie. As a kid, I remember. Recently
1: some... popped up on Disney
0: Plus. Yeah, I remember. I remember going to see it in the movie. Oh, Rufio, Rufio, bangerang. Like, I mean, who 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 hasn't used bangerang? Like, even bang-a-rat. I, I'm pretty sure I still use bangerang sometimes. Like, as a thirty, oh, yeah. almost thirty six year old man. Um, it's just really, it's it's really fun. Robin Williams is really funny in it. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy it. Fun fun fact. I think I'm saying this correctly. I'm pretty sure that the kid who the the kid who played his son, so Charlie Corso, Jack. Jack. I think I recently found out he was the original he was the original choice for James Cameron to play uh, John Connor in Terminator Two. But yeah, a hundred percent. That's right. But he couldn't do it because he was filming. What about Bob? Ah, uh, fun fact. It made a good choice there, right? Fun fact. Womp
1: womp. Um, all right. So my number two was the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Uh, just Jack Sparrow when he hit when he, Jack Sparrow on the big screen when that first happened was just such a big deal. Like, yeah. Johnny Depp just <laughs> put nailed that character beyond description and really the, the plot was also good with them trying to get the coins i like i had to think back like what even happened it was them trying to get that final coin as part of the whole treasure so that the curse they could break the, the curse, curse yeah, and all the that treasure. Um and then there was what where was that scene where
0: they were in the moonlight right and something about like the moonlight and they were turning into skeletons or something Moon, or? moonlight revealed what they what they were which was just like they were basically just scout you know they were that they were the um uh, they were the undead so they were just skeletons yeah yeah so that was
1: great movie uh really like that as number two um for, for my number two the, the the first pirates of the caribbean just I mean, just so cunning, uh, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. So, loved it.
0: Yeah, and that's my number one. Uh, to your all your points, like, all the scenes, like, with him are awesome. Like, and that was really where, like, it was, it was still kind of funny because it was like, is he telling the truth? Is he lying? Like, is he planning this stuff as he goes around? Yeah. It's like, that's got to be the worst pirate I've ever seen. And then he does something insane to get away, and then it's, that must be the best pirate I've ever seen. It was... It was really good. Orlando Bloom's just coming off of um, Lord of the Rings, which is uh, yeah. So he's he's great as well. Gave Turner. some some real like gravitas to to the cast. Yeah, you know? yeah. Jeffrey Rush, if I'm saying that right. Um, he yeah he's barb. Not that Johnny Depp needed it, but no, you know, just, uh, just
1: just have the right hand mind of.
0: It. Right-hand man of Orlando Bloom coming him, off such a great the, franchise. The beach scene with him and Keira Knightley, where he goes, she lights, she lights, she lights the the signal and, and uses all the rum that he stored on that island. He goes, well, why is the rum gone? Uh, it was yeah. so good. Uh, which one? I, which one was it when they were trying to light light a fire on
1: the ship, and then they were like, do we light the rum? And everyone pauses, and they ooh. were like. I the rum too, and it's just like ah oh god, everyone's just like. I oh, think I don't fire. think they were trying to light a yeah.
0: fire. I think they were trying to make it later to out. Oh, I think they were, think they were trying, trying to outsell the black pearl. Weight. I think I think that was the first one. Shed weight, okay. I think that, so I, I always I use that line all the time. The yeah. rum too,
1: I the rum too. Um, <laughs> that was so Yeah, that, I think
0: that's what it was. And I mean, let's 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 not forget this, but uh kira Knightley, huge roll tide, Whew. huge, Whew. huge. Yeah, twenty year old me. Which, uh, which it
1: sounds about right. Do you know? Do you have when that movie came out?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 2003, but let me fact check that real quick. Um, yeah, 2003.
1: 2003. 2003. Oh yeah. So that yeah, that puts me at 19. Yeah. Thump 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 dude think about it think about about, like just
0: think about some of the movies that disney's just like put out which are just supposed to be like one-offs that like they're probably like yeah like we'll do well here like pirates becomes this huge thing like um you call it frozen some of these movies they just does disney do anything wrong i can't even think of it uh i kind of crapped all over soul sometimes yeah Pixar but whatever are... yeah whatever that's that's so yeah sometimes they do do some
1: things wrong. i bet i bet you I,
0: I mean i bet you that thing still wins an academy award coming up here i in probably March. will just because people are on their feels.
1: anyway my number one is hook you stole my thunder Ugh. uh and really i was i was like where do i place this and i'm like it's robin freaking williams you place it number one plus i don't know the last time i watched it i promise you it is even though it's not 1994 it is burned and seared into my memory I was just thinking about all the lines that that just come to mind uh, uh, very easily. We call somebody a paramecium brain. You know, that, that's <laughs> that's easy. When he yells at Captain Hook, I'm a lawyer. that That's hilarious. And then when uh, Dustin Hoffman is like, "Shmee, shmee, stop me, shmee, stop me, shme. I don't want to pull the sh-m- trigger, me Looky, looky, and, I got hooky. Looky, looky, I got yeah. You could fly. You could fight. You could...
0: Uh, i was just about to say you are the pan um (laughs) you're
1: doing it peter you're playing with
0: us oh god banger i mean dude bangerang is just
1: run home jack run home jack no you're doing it wrong turn it around home run jack home run Run, jack Jack, yeah outside of that weird i lost me marbles i lost me marbles
0: there's just so yeah. much from that movie it is so perfect i out, love out, it outside of that weird sexual tension between uh tinker bell and peter pan there and that one uh, awkward oh scene. yeah oh
1: <laughs> which 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 she like so she, like, grow- gr- place, she grows
0: to like normal size of a human but
1: me as a seven-year-old totally into that some for some reason yeah. Dude, there were video games like this. You could get Hook as uh, a dude, game It was a on big deal. I just regular Nintendo. We I was I was, I was
0: I was torn between that and Pirates, but I just I've I've rewatched Pirates. I think even more than Hook, and I just it's it's good every time, and I just yeah. I just love I just love Johnny. And I'm, I mean, I'm I'm also biased. because I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan. So yeah, um, yeah, I I get that, and you're not wrong. But I'm just saying
1: between Robin Williams and the fact that they it was a a video game on regular regular nintendo and we had it and we rocked it and it was plus i was already a big peter pan fan i watched the the, uh that that cartoon the original cartoon as a kid and actually i think the first iteration of peter pan i ever watched there was like a stage version in like 1990 or 89 or something like that that they put on as a tv special and and it was a uh, i mean it was actors on a stage but it was on tv and they were trying to put the uh the the uh shadow back on to him with the soap i distinctly remember that as a child but so i was already like hook line and sinker into peter pan and then they just come out with hook and i was just like dude i mean to this day it's in my brain i love that movie so that that's that's why i chose it as number one
0: i i can't argue it's good it's, it's good i mean it's a tremendous movie yep um all right. Well, um, that was better than I thought. I, I had my doubts about this one, but it turned out to be a little bit better than. Uh, it was fun, bro. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, man, I meant to say this last week. For all, for all you Twitter, Twitter bullies, that are getting on my man Jo about his synopsis and his, <laughs> and, and his and his and his ability to get me to want to see these movies the way he's describing them. The guy's trying his best, okay? He's got like 7 kids. You know, he's he's got a job. He's trying he's trying to be the next GameStop guy like lay lay off. He's Listen, doing he's doing I, a fine job. I've been down the Reddit
1: rabbit hole. I don't own any GameStop or anything, but boy, you want to talk about me having some fun on some Twitter or on on some Reddit threads. I I can talk your ear off about GameStop. That is so much fun
0: i agree i just yeah i just i had i i really i meant to get that off my uh my chest last week i appreciate but, uh, that sir you know i i don't want i don't want to Ducks hear it. fly together listen there's you have enough pressure each week trying to keep up with me which i don't i mean nobody can it's a, it's it's you know it's it's basically like what do you call it it's like trying to keep up with the chiefs and you know getting to stop them so i get it but uh you know you're you're doing a great job man i've uh you know i gotta i gotta have your back here i appreciate it sir it's what we do
1: true as always, sir, great talk. See you out there. Big kisses.
0: Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count tossing out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud